Welcome back. We're studying from the book of Daniel, chapter 9, verses 20 through 27, where one of the great prophecies of the Bible is given to Daniel, and he pro proclaims it. And it's talking about the time when Jesus is coming back to planet Earth. And he's talking about the everlasting righteousness that when Jesus comes a second time, he's going to bring. When he came the first time, he came to be our righteousness. But when he comes the second time, he will come to establish righteousness as the standard. Jeremiah saw this, and he wrote about it in chapter 23, 5. Behold, the days are coming, declared the Lord, when I shall raise up for David a righteous branch, and he will reign as king and act wisely and do justice and righteousness in the land. In his day, Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely, and this is his name by which he will be called the Lord, our righteousness. And that's what he's predicting in this passage, that Jesus our righteousness will reign, and righteousness will also reign. And then the number five part of the prophecy, he says he will seal up vision and prophecy. There won't be any more visions. There won't be any more prophecies because the Messiah has come, and all the prophecies of the Old and New Testament will have been fulfilled. All will be disclosed and revealed to us. There's nothing left to chance. We will have God himself teaching us as he rules and as he reigns. And then finally, he says... He will anoint the most holy place. Some people think that he's talking about the Holy One, that Jesus will be anointed, but the word is really holy of holies. And holy of holies is used all through the Old Testament to speak of the temple as a special place where God will reveal himself. And the Bible teaches that there will be in the millennial kingdom when Jesus rules and reigns a temple built by God in Jerusalem and that Jesus will anoint that holy place. So this prophecy stretches from Daniel's day all the way to the kingdom Jesus is going to set up on earth. Notice the periods of the prophecy. In verse 25, it begins that there are actually three periods mentioned of the 77s. That is, out of the 490 years, he divides them into seven sevens, 62 sevens and the one seven. Notice first he says the first period is from the, from the decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the Messiah, the Prince. There will be seven weeks and 62 weeks. Actually, there are 69 and you had seven. And that's the period from the decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. Daniel has been praying for a long time for the restoration and rebuilding of the temple in Jerusalem. Because <clears throat> see, he's a captive in a foreign land and they destroyed his temple. They destroyed the city. And, and that's been a prayer of faithful Jews of that day. There are four decrees which were given by Medo-Persian emperors for the rebuilding of the temple. It has something to do with this, and they all start all the way back in 536 B.C. when Cyrus, ruler of Persia, made the first decree. But none of them really fits because none of them really says the city, Jerusalem, to be restored and rebuilt until 445 B.C. The Persian king Artaxerxes makes his decree, which is found in the second chapter of the book of Nehemiah, he gives Nehemiah the authority to rebuild the city, the wall, the streets, the ramparts, and to make Jerusalem once again an actual visible city. That decree, I believe, fulfills the prophecy which was spoken of here to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. This date is given us because it is said that it was the, in the 20th year of Artaxerxes' reign, and it's easy to check it out and know that it was 445 B.C. <clears throat> and the scripture says that it will be seven sevens or seven times that 
would be 49 years from the time the decree was made in 445 B.C. the city would be rebuilt and established. That would make it 396 B.C., and that's exactly what happened. For by 396, the city had been completed. The temple had been established. The palace, the plaza was built, which is the inside of the city. The moat was built, which was the outside wall of the city. They were all completed. And they also marked the end of the ministry of Malachi. In 396 B.C., and the sealing and completion of the Old Testament book, so that 49 years not only ended the completion of the temple, but the completion of the Old Testament scripture. And it was a very significant time. So the first time period came to pass, exactly as Daniel said it would, over 50 years before it happened. Now there's a second time period mentioned. He says the 62 weeks after the seven weeks. So four and 34 years after the temple was built, after the city was restored, the Messiah will be cut off, is the prediction. This, exact, this actually details for us the exact time when Jesus would die on the cross. And if you work it out, scholars have taken the time and the years and figured that this speaks of the very week when Jesus was nailed to the cross. If the Jews of Christ's day had believed this prophecy of Daniel, they would have known that Jesus of Nazareth was their promised Messiah and King because he lived and died and rose again exactly according to the time schedule of Daniel. The word cut off, which is described of how the Messiah will be cut off, is a word which means literally to kill or destroy. The Jews couldn't fathom that the Messiah was to die. That was something they had trouble with. Even the disciples had trouble believing that. When Jesus talked about the cross, they didn't want to talk about it. But every word that is used here, cut off, is used in other places in Scripture to speak of execution, of a person to die for a crime. Jesus died as if he were a common criminal on a cross, which was the means of executing common criminals. The Jewish mind couldn't accept that the Messiah for whom they had prayed and who, who had been prophesied and for whom they had waited so long would be crucified. Isaiah 53 talked about the suffering servant. And I, in Psalm 22, described the details of his death, but they still somehow could not grasp it. Their minds could not see it or accept it. In fact, they didn't want to accept it. It was astonishing that, refu that they refused to accept this part of Scripture. They wanted their Messiah to be a conqueror, not a sufferer. He came unto his own, and his own received him, received him not, John says, but they refused to see this was the Christ. You see, the cross of Christ has been through the ages a stumbling block, a stumbling block to the Jews and to the Greeks and to the Gentiles, often considered foolishness. Even today in our world, multitudes of people consider it a fable, a myth. They consider it stupid and foolish. It was on that cross that Jesus was cut off and our redemption was paid for and our only hope of eternal life was provided. For when he died on that cross, he bore our sins in his body on the tree. The scripture said he would have nothing and he had nothing for himself. They gave him no honor. His portion was nothingness. That was what he was willing to do. That's the price he was willing to pay for our salvation. But the passage goes on to say, and the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. Now we've got another prince that's entered into the picture, the prince who is to come. This is without question the Antichrist who is to come in the last days. But he says the people of the prince who is to come the people are going to destroy the city and the sanctuary. Well, the prince, the Antichrist, who will come in the last days, will be the head of a revised and revived Roman Empire. 
Daniel tells us that several times in his early prophecies there will be ten member federation which some call the United States of Europe and it will be the revived Roman Empire. What's really interesting in our day we've seen the countries of Europe unite as one into a federation, into a union, the European Union they call it, which might be the fulfillment of this prophecy. I'm not sure, but something like that is what he's talking about is going to happen. And we're going to pick that up in our next session. I hope you'll be with me.